0: Hello, hello, live from our vacation here. We are in French Polynesia, uh, which is amazing. And what we wanted to talk about are rules of engagement. Um, but being on vacation and just spending a massive amount of time um, trying to coordinate two different people, what they want to do, uh, we realized that we fall right into rhythm with all of our rules of engagement. So we wanted to start with that. I'm actually trying a new... Um, technique i guess so one of so we have this uh technique that we use is called selfish desire and i cannot tell you how powerful by the way alex springer impact sub welcome to the feed it's all about those uh impact subs that's huge for us um so selfish desire is a way that i've we're both pleasers we want to make the other person happy we come from families of pleasers so what we found was whenever we were trying to do something we would inevitably get stuck in the what do you want to do i don't know what do you want to do and you drove me nuts or so, you think you're
1: doing something for somebody else like oh he wants to do this and then you realize he actually doesn't really want to but you,
0: and you thought you were doing something so cool and they were trying to please you <laughs> yeah. so they don't say that they don't want to do it uh so it becomes a nightmare what is up tatiana in the house good to see you again um so that is that has served us insanely well again it's called selfish desire and you literally have an agreement that everyone is going to say their selfish desire so what do you want to do what do i want to do and then it doesn't mean that you're going to do either person's selfish desire but then at least you know what people actually want to do which and the key is you big. can't
1: take offense to some what that person's selfish desire is so if it's something that is completely alone like i don't want to be with you i want to go which is yours, right. I want to read, right? Which is very isolated. It's, you know, completely without me, but I don't take but offense to it. You
0: can sit with me if you want.
1: Oh, that's very kind of I me. would even
0: read out loud to you if you were into would it. Would you really? Yeah. Like if that meant we could share the book and you weren't going to whinge out on me, like <laughs>
1: I'd out 20 minutes on you.
0: in. Yeah. And then I'm like stuck because I can't read the book because you're like, Oh, well, wait for me. Right. So to give you guys an idea, I've almost finished, uh, I don't know. It's got to be deep 300s, 300, 380 pages or something like that. And I'm probably in the last 10 pages and you've read. Have you finished the first page of your book yet?
1: I think I might finish the first page. Wow.
0: All right. So you're crushing it. So
1: our selfish desires was you wanted to read. Um, like that's his thing like on vacation it's my time to read I really want to like dive in so how many books did you buy probably about 12 12 books guys 12 books
0: now not thinking that I was going to finish them I know that but to pick right so I normally read like say one and a half books I'm way over that pace now which is amazing and don't feel like I've allocated a lot more time to it which is fascinating need to think about how that's worked out um but I need to like read the first like few pages of many books to figure out like which one's really going to have that vibe. Because there's a certain kind of book I want to read. Anyway, we're derailing. So rules of engagement, going back to that, um, that selfish desire is huge. One thing that I've been trying is on this, and I think it's worked really well, is instead of even leading with like, what's your selfish desire, which would already put the onus on you. I'm saying, here's what I want to do. Like this, I would rather do this. I would re- like when you came back. So she just got back from her workout. We, even on vacation, we have very different sleep schedules. So I sleep a lot less than she does, which means that I go to the gym earlier than you do. And that was something in vacations past that actually bothered me because I felt like I was just waiting for you to get up before I would go work out. And then I hate working out so much. If I don't do it right away, it's 10x more painful. So I've gone to the gym immediately. You came back and What I said was I would rather go immediately to get breakfast before we film and then come back and get ready. And you said, well, I'd rather get ready. Because, yeah,
1: we had just for context, we had about an hour between by the time I got back from working out to us coming live here.
0: So rather than like even and I feel like it's a bit of a level up because rather than forcing us into the... Like, what do you want to do? Even if it's using selfish desire, which is incredibly useful, um, just lead with this is what I want. And I think that the clarity of that just makes things so easy. There's no like hemming and hawing. And also, quite frankly, it forces me to get specific. What do I really want? Mm. And once I'm specific about that, to not just like say, hey, here it is. And you know so to your earlier point the other person shouldn't judge what you want to do it's not meant to, as an offense but then also that we have enough history that you don't think i'm saying this is the way it's got to be right right it's yeah, like, i
1: think if someone puts their foot down it just makes you feel like you're not part of that decision and now it's not a 50-50 partnership right. and but we also try to blend our selfish desires, desires if we can. So he said like his thing is reading books. And so that will be um, I guess like if you didn't read on your vacation, you'd be disappointed. I'd be mortified. And I think understanding Literally that, mortified. And I think understanding the level of um How much that means to you is really important because...
0: Do you know that maybe why I go on vacation at this point? Other than to spend time with you, which obviously is party number one. But beyond that, like locations and stuff like that, if I get a read, like if it's warm and I get a read, I'm good.
1: And that's why, like, even with when you order 12 books, so literally for, like, what, the last week and a half or two weeks, packages were just coming in from Amazon, where it was book after book after book. And at one point, you actually turned around. You didn't really apologize, but you're like, thank you for being understanding about ordering all these books. And I think it's just really understanding your partner and finding out what is really important to him and then being supportive about that so like if you wanted to buy 30 books i know how meaningful that is to you so for me to sit there and moan about wasting money and what are you doing like that just makes you feel bad about something that you're really that you really want so um but yeah so we had the whole discussion what is his selfish desire my selfish desire is sitting in the sun and tanning like, nice and simple. So we try to structure our day sometimes. So it's like, oh, okay, there's shade over here because you have to be in the shade. Yeah. There's shade over here and there's sun here. So we'll line next to each other. You're getting your selfish desire by being, um, by being able to read in the shade. I'm getting my selfish desire by tanning and right. we kind of blend the two. If we can, but if we can't, it still is important to make sure you have that time to do it.
0: Oh, 100%. So um, those are, selfish desire, I think, is one of our most potent yeah. rules of engagement. So I think that's a good one to start with. Do you see any, I see like a bunch of stuff coming through. I don't know if you see. Well,
1: I'm, we do, I'm doing it kind are of like are you still how getting how things we're... slacked?
0: Are we live with the crew back home? Of course we are. Ah, that's amazing. God, wow. God,
1: you've the little faith. What is up, Impact Theory team? We our miss boy you guys. Chase is over there slacking me.
0: Nice. I can actually picture. I wonder if he's sitting where he normally sits. I guess he wouldn't have to because he doesn't need eyeline, but what's up, guys? Uh, so yeah. All right. All so right, so we got a
1: question from Daniel Breeze. Hey, Daniel our boy,
0: Daniel Breeze. Dude, Daniel Breeze, you are amazing, man. Thank you for being such a part of this community. He also has slid into the DMs over on IG, so we go back and forth from time to time, so mad respect. Uh, just super grateful for all your engagement, man. Thank you.
1: All right. So Daniel Breeze says, love this topic. Girlfriend and I got into an argument yesterday because I haven't been able to give her much attention recently. I want to take her away to show my appreciation for her being patient while I've had to work a lot lately. How do you guys make sure to connect each week? How structured is that time for you?
0: You want me to take that one? hmm So we we used to be very formal about date night. So that was like a big thing. And when I was working like just like, I work a lot now, but honestly, like when I was really trying to like get something going, I had so much anxiety about not working that like, I don't have anxiety about not working anymore. So, cause I leave it all out on the field. Like I'm not tense about it, but I used to have real anxiety. Cause I was like, am I ever going to make this work? Right. Like, am I ever going to figure this out? Am I ever going to crack the nuts? So I was really, really like tense about not, not working. Um, and during that time, I think it was good that we said, and it, it changed like it for a while it was Friday nights and then it was Saturday nights, but we always had some time where it was like, we knew that we were going to not didn't really play with phones back then, but like, we were going to not do whatever the equivalent of that was. We weren't just going to sit and watch TV. We weren't going to read, you know, it was going to be like, we were really going to be together. And that was super critical. And this was back when you always wanted to go out of the house. So it was like legitimately a date. So we would go out to a restaurant. And even though like back then I was so tired from working all the time and I did not want to be going out, like understanding how meaningful that was to you. And so make sure that we made that time. Now I would say that we actually spend more time together on the weekends than we used to. Um, uh, but it's, much less formal. And mm. over time, I think we've gotten really, I'm surprised you're looking no, at me like- No, you're right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. I was just like kind of processing It's it.
0: interesting. Like you normally beat me to the punch and stuff like that, like all the time.
1: Yeah. Cause I think of, I guess like we never used to play video games together. Right. So there's that element. Uh,
0: I totally understand your look now. The patterns are so obvious to you that it probably still feels somewhat formal. <laughs> Whereas <which laughs> to me, it's like, if you were to rewind and go, we Play video games at the same time virtually every day. We have it lunch at the same time. It does feel very formal to me because I'm Whereas thinking it's every. Like, it's every, all a surprise because I'm
1: thinking every Sunday we wake up, right. we work. I normally do reviews, and then your sister comes over at eleven o'clock, and yeah, by twelve we're true. playing video games. Like <laughs> very true,
0: very true.
1: <laughs> it feels very structured, but
0: yeah, I don't know. it doesn't to me at all. Such is the wonder of having my brain. I think it's all a surprise. Uh, so yeah, so we still get all the time at what we've done really well over time is doing more and more things together. So obviously working together is a huge deal and that has real, and, and the important part about working together, isn't so much that we're, um, getting more time together because time at work oftentimes is very stressful. What it is, is that we are, we have the same goal. We have the same focus. So in having the same goals in building something together, it should, your universe is the same. Like all of those sort of default things that you obsess over and think a lot about, you share all of that. So there's like, I remember it used to really, really bother you that something would be going on at work and I wouldn't tell you about it because like, it just like, they didn't line up. You weren't at work. I was, I didn't even think about it. It wasn't like, oh, I was keeping something from you. It's just like, God, by the time I got home, the last thing I wanted to do was talk about work. Right. So in fact, I would say it's the harder thing for us is not just always talking about it. And so having time where we actually delineate, all right, we don't, we're not talking about work stuff right now. That was a big battle. At the beginning of Quest, Oh, my God. Like, because I'm so good at compartmentalizing, like, there were times it would drive me nuts that you just talk about work all the time, all the time. So, finally, I was like, there are work-free moments. So, that was a very long answer to Daniel. But the one thing
1: I would say to Daniel is um, try not to get it to the stage where you feel like you've let her down or that you've just been so um, unattentive to her that you have to then take her away I think taking away is lovely but if you can find a way where she doesn't feel neglected even though she's working that hard right and that's one thing going back to selfish desire and just planning ahead so if she knows for instance that um, or if you know like oh my god I've got two weeks where I'm working really hard and I'm barely going to get to see her sit down with her and go over the like look babe We've got two weeks. I'm going to be pretty much not there. Like, what is going to be meaningful for me to help you or for help us to get through these two weeks? Is it loving Texas? Is it um making sure that we spend one hour together before we go to bed on a Friday night or like kind of have that discussion so that you don't get to that point? And that's one thing that I think that we do a lot is, at least for me, you're kind of not as, um, I think, aware of how... I think I'm going to feel, well, I guess, yeah, you know, as aware how I'm going to feel two or three weeks down the line if I feel neglected. So we've made it a point to really have that discussion pretty much every week.
0: Well, that's interesting. So that's not how it feels from my perspective. And I I would give very different advice. Um, And my advice goes something like this. Selection is everything. Right. And one of the best things that I ever did was pick a woman who had a, a father who worked a lot. And so you have always been insanely understanding about the amount that I work. And like, this is one of those things that probably didn't mean much to you at the time, but I won't get specific about who it was. I don't know why, but something tells me not to. But we had somebody over at the house and the way that our apartment was structured back then, there was like a downstairs and upstairs, but there were no walls. And I was singing and you guys were trying to watch TV and I just like, I was headphoned up and I happened to be like, you know, you sing like little snippets here and there or whatever to the song. And, when you say
1: little snippets, you're singing all the, the time, the uh, whole song. I
0: mean, sure, I'm by far, I'm not a singer, but uh, I remember you later telling me like they had said, will you please ask him to stop? And you said he works so hard, like if that's what helps him put in all this time, I'm never going to ask him to stop and i was like that meant so much to me that like you recognize how hard i was working and why i was doing it so i would say you need to have a real fucking frank conversation about what work ethic is to you what you're trying to accomplish because when you said hey babe i'm gonna work like two weeks and to be all soft shoeing that get the fuck out of here like baby I'm gonna work for the next twelve years like a demon, and are you gonna be okay? Like people hit me up in the d m s all the time and they're like, man, I've been working for like you know nine months, and it's really not happening and my friends like they all have good jobs now, and like like what are your motivating words to get me through this? And my motivating words are you may have just realized that this isn't for you, and go get a nine to five and punch in and punch out like that if that's the life that makes you happy, that is the life that you should pursue and so Like, for instance, let me speak to your girlfriend for a minute. If you don't want to be with a guy that works all the time like that, and you would much rather like a simple life where you can have every weekend, just like all kinds of time devoted, that he comes home at six o'clock, and that you guys have three or four hours a night, every night to spend time together, and you don't need him to be ambitious, then you're with the wrong guy.
1: Yeah, but you don't, as a woman, you don't want to be neglected. Like, I, I would not be in this relationship if you neglected me for 12 years.
0: 100% you let me neglect you for six, but six and a half.
1: But you tongue in cheek, you joke about that. You were working very hard for six years, like endlessly. But I still made sure that we had time together and that I was getting what I personally need out of that relationship. 100%. So she needs to figure out what she personally needs out of that relationship. And if then you can align, awesome. If you can't, then like you said, selection is everything and maybe you're not right. Yeah. For I just
0: other. want to make sure that people really hear that you gave me the keys of the kingdom. You told me what you needed to feel like paid attention to and all that. Mm. But I will just say, I have had other women in my life for whom the amount of attention that they needed, I was never going to give them. There's just only so many hours in the day. So if they had needed, or sorry, if you had needed that level of attention, like it just, it never would have worked. Right. It's like once you agree on like those core values and we'll say ambition is incredibly important, like you find, in fact, we were just talking about like as you've changed, like what you find sexy changes. And you said yesterday that like power is something that you find way more attractive than you did when we first got together. And thank God, because I had none of it. But that to me is fascinating, right? And so being real about what it is that you find sexy a turn on like to to be okay right and so ambition is a huge thing in our relationship um, but at the same time your point is so critical like once you have that Then it's like, okay, what are the things that we're going to agree on? What are the, like, what are the ways that I need to be paid attention to? Or how are we going to deal with that?
1: Because I know it's dangerous. Like, if we get to a point where it's been one or two months where we haven't connected, like, you hear a lot of the time where people aren't connected and then they go away on a vacation right? Or they go away to then try and regroup. But how often are you actually going to be able to do that? A couple of times a year, if that. And at least for me, our relationship, like I need to make sure that every, hopefully every week, and sometimes we sleep up because we're so busy, but at least probably once every two weeks that I have my reconnection with you. Um And we're very, I think, aware of not making, not letting it go for two, three months, Because that one reconnection, I don't know. Then you kind of split apart again. Like I kind of always want to, on a weekly basis, be that like kind of joint Mm. with our vision, at least, of what we're doing and that emotional connection. Oh right. Um, Daniel Breeze replied, "This is amazing. I'm very happy we're both watching right now. Thank you both. Sometimes I feel like I'm hogging your time. Not at all." Thank you for the amazing questions. We love them. And the funny thing is even yesterday. So we, um, we went out for dinner yesterday and we were talking We're like, we, like we always ask each other questions and like sometimes you write like pre-planned questions. Mm. Would you rather? So that when we're sitting at dinner, we've got like topics to talk about. And I even said to Tom, I was like, Oh, we should go on like old relationship theory episodes and pull up questions that we can like, actually just talk about because we're always learning new things. Mm. So yeah, please keep the questions coming. Do not apologize for that. Nice staff. Um, all right. So we've got a question, um, from Kelly Foss. Good for you for keeping on your exercise and work routine. Um, while on vacation, you seem very plugged in. Are you taking a day to unplug, possibly sleep in and do things you wouldn't usually do to break away and perhaps gain new perspective? I'm sure the impactivists, including myself, are happy you aren't missing today's episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well, it's interesting. So I would say that for me, 90% of my time here is so atypical. Um, So first of all, when, and this, this is something that I hope people really hear because I play so hard. And when we're at home and in like the normal routine of the business, I am literally trying to bleed to death on the field. Like I'm just trying to leave it all out there to not have any regrets, to not have pulled punches, to work long, hard, and smart, right? Like that just, every day, every day, every day. I am trying to like milk that out of myself. So when I'm on vacation, I've absolutely no guilt about ignoring something. Now that doesn't mean that like yesterday. So, Hey, for anybody that wants to help. And by the way, if this content is adding value, be sure to share it. Um, We have a a clip right now that's going viral. Uh, One of our Goggins clips, somebody else took it, edited, it, put some music to it and put it up. And it's got how many, like,
1: like, I haven't checked this morning, but last millions, week was Like last was four million, millions
0: of views. Um, so that's obviously awesome. We're super excited about that. And so there was a lot of activity around that yesterday. So, and yep, totally I'll engage in it. But then at the same time, like at some point it was like, it was sort of a lull in the conversation. And so I just put my phone in the other room and like, didn't think about it. Wasn't paying attention to it. Like, and that to me is absolutely fine. And do I know that that means that there are missed opportunities? Of course, but you know you talk very eloquently with the idea that you got from um Lisa Nichols that at the end of the day you're not looking for balance, you're looking for harmony, so it's like when like if there's and this is what we when talked she about. said
1: that it was like one of those earthquake moments for me. Mm.
0: And when we were coming here, um, one of the things that we agreed on was if you want to work, work, just make sure it's something that you enjoy, make sure it's a part of work that you enjoy. So like, I'm still going and answering comments. I'm still posting socially because I love that. Like engaging with the community. I legitimately enjoy. I love doing relationships theory, all of our live stuff. Like it, it is always the highlight of my week. I absolutely love it. So doing this stuff is fun. Um, the workout. 100% I still hate more than you can imagine but I found it really interesting and I'm not sure where I fall on this yet. I've been really really into fat loss for like the last call it 3 months. It was right around the Goggins episode is and literally coincidental because it was about getting summer ready.
1: Oh, 6.3 million that.
0: Wow, so it's just climbing 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 uh which is utterly fantastic. Um, and mad shout out to the team back home. We have become the viral hit makers. Like I'm just about it full respect to those guys. Um, so that is like working out on vacation has become me earning my food. And this is something by the way, mad shout out to this guy named Yemeni Mesa. I love one of my absolute dearest friends, just an amazing human being. Um, yeah, super good dude. Follow him socially keto head, keto underscore head, if I'm not mistaken on IG. Um, and he talks about like earning your food and I love that idea. And so that's something that while on vacation, like I'm way looser on my diet. Um, I drink alcohol when we're traveling, which normally like I don't touch it. Um, so, working out has given me a sense like yeah i'm earning it and also i'm not doing nearly as much i may still be break even with my physique which is very exciting for me um i don't know yet if this will be a forever way of doing things because i've worked out way more on this trip than i normally would um in fact i've done i don't normally work when we're back home i don't work out on the weekends at all and i even did um for me relatively hardcore cardio both saturday and Sunday, which was very atypical for me
1: i find it harder to let go than you is it letting
0: go though you actually enjoy working out well
1: i'm talking about work i guess
0: yes that is. so work itself
1: i feel so obligated to our team to like i just feel like i'm letting people down if i disappear and
0: they would love it if you (laughs) disappear no but really right because then it's like all right they can just focus on all the things they want
1: yeah no you're right but yeah, I just, I find it much harder to let go of work, things like that. But with working out, um, I love working out so much. And during the week, I kind of like have to squish it in. So like, what's the time? Okay, I've got like an hour to work out. Okay, run to the gym, work out, quickly run in the shower. Because I know those little things of like working out is going to give me the joy, but I'm still rushing through it. On vacation, I'm like... I get to like walk leisurely to the gym. I get to experiment with new equipment, um, which I love. Um, like today, I was like punching on a punching bag. Um, don't have a punching bag at home. So I was like, oh, I'd give it a By shot. By the
0: way, your optimism is unending. Because So she went to the gym over the weekend, um, which I didn't. I just ran, which I haven't run since i guess i ran once like when we first moved into 75th street which is like is it
1: a monday or is it a tuesday yeah i mean a long
0: time ago great point that's remind us to tell you but that yeah we someday. joke
1: about like when someone stops and t- for five minutes is like, was it a Monday or Tuesday that I did that? Nobody cares, cares. but
0: it makes you feel like you're lying. So it's super weird. I haven't run hardly at all in since high school. Um, so being here and running took me by surprise as much as anybody else. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun as far as cardio goes. Um, yeah, I forget So about where I was optimism. Going. Oh yeah, so finally today I go to the gym for the first time, and you had come back and said, "Oh my god, like it was so great!" And there was these new machines. I was going crazy. Like the gym's pretty good. So I'm expecting to walk into like a 24 hour fitness, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> For a the hotel. Uh, gym. There's essentially nothing here. So I do love like the gym really does something to you neurochemically that I find yeah. fascinating.
1: Yeah. and then allowing yourself to not go actually makes me realize I really like this. Like kind of giving yourself like a wider span because you're saying
0: you don't you don't feel obligated yeah. to work out yeah
1: because yeah because I'm like I'm on vacation if I don't want to work out I'm not going to work right. out I'm like I feel worthy
0: I've given myself not quite that big of an out um but I've said like oh if there's like a day you know that you want to take off at any point you absolutely can so then every day it's like well I could not work out today yeah. if I didn't want to which I never allow myself that back at home
1: yeah. Um, there's another question. I love this question so much. So this is from L.K. Elliott. Why is it so much easier to take advice and lessons from you, Tom Billy, than my own husband?
0: Ah, yeah. Can I start this yeah, off? Yeah, please. Do you oh, know, I the know the story this... I'm gonna say? I have no idea, really? but I know the real answer. Okay.
1: So, um, I realized that this is actually very true when, um, I had a pair of shoes and I think we were in like France or something and I had these shoes on and um I can't remember what it was like. You you said something about the shoes and so I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a stranger came up to me and was like going crazy over these shoes. And so I was like, oh babe, like I guess these shoes really look good to me. And you turn around and you're like, but I told you that like an hour ago and you didn't even bat an eye. Like, why is it so important that when someone else tells you, like it really makes that much of a difference? And there is something to then they're being so um not part of your everyday life. Like, there's no emotion connected to it, right? Like, there's part of me that's like, are you saying you like the shoes because it's me? There's no agenda. There's no, yeah. Well, there's an agenda with then, you, but there's no agenda. That's what the I'm stranger. saying.
0: There's no agenda with a the stranger. There's yeah. no additional motive of, like what can possibly compel them right. to say something like that.
1: Right. So. So the same with this situation. If you had a question and you responded to it, you know. He's not looking for anything from you. Right. He's not trying to like because he's been a neglectful person in your life. Like he's trying to make you feel better. There's
0: no that you would say that. Right. Which is, of course, exactly what you're going to say to your husband.
1: Exactly. And so it's it does sad to me that that's true. Um, But we've actually just come to admit it. Like, I don't take that personally. If somebody had said something like if some if a woman was like, oh, that shirt looks good on your arms, like. I get that that actually would be more meaningful to you than if I said it. And I don't take that personally. So if you can work with your husband to recognize, like, I don't know if he feels bad or you feel bad that you listen more to, you know, your advice than your husband's, like, it's human nature.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, you have the hardest time impacting those closest to you. So it's not like, and I'll even um, give you a concrete example, just yesterday, my wife had a solution to a business problem that I just was like, I don't know. That doesn't really make sense. I don't think I want to do that. Um, and then I asked one of the people that we um, consult with and they were like, Oh, you should do X, Y, Z, which was exactly what my wife said. And so, and I was like, okay, cool. Hearing it from her. Then I was like, all right, this really makes sense. Let's do it. But, and here's the advanced class. I then immediately turned to you and I said, 100%, this is exactly what you said I should do. And like, you were right, right from the jump. I'm 100% behind it. And then you had gotten me, like I was being really lazy about something and you kept pushing me. And I was like, don't ever lose sight. Cause then like the momentum started getting going with everything. And I said, don't ever lose sight of the fact you created this energy. Like it may have been me that like then went and moved the ball forward, but you created the energy. And so acknowledging that where it's like, let's say that your husband tells you something and then I say the exact same thing. And because I am so unrelated to you, it like clicks and it resonates to then go back to your husband and say, look, I really want you to know, hearing it from an outside perspective really helped me get clarity on it. But I want to acknowledge that that was exactly what you told me to do. And look, depending on where your husband's at, sort of in his own journey, it may at first be like a pushback and he's going to be like, yeah, exactly. Like I told you and you never listen. But even though that will be very frustrating for you to hear it said in that way, like you will have given him something really powerful. You have planted a seed that is, I don't need to be right. And I'm always willing to admit when I'm wrong. And I'm always willing to admit when something was your idea and that was powerful. And he'll ultimately, because then he'll be able to relax and he'll realize I don't have to say that because she always acknowledges when I was right, like you will earn a reputation, but it takes time. And I find that people always want to earn the reputation, like right then and there, like they want to have done it once. And then people be like, that's just what you're like. Like it takes time. It may Mm. take years, but you will earn that reputation over time if you just stay consistent.
1: And then from the other perspective, it's, I didn't take offense to it because I Totally get it. Like, I totally get that I gave a piece of advice, you pushed back and pretty much ignored it, and then someone else came and gave that same advice, and you were like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Like, I get it. I get that, um, yeah, it's, it's less impactful, and when someone close to you says it. And so, one thing I didn't do was like, see, see, I told you, you should listen to me. Cause then it just feels like, well, I'm just looking to be right versus getting to the right answer. Like if the person had suggested something completely opposite to me and that was the right answer, I'd be like, thank God you didn't listen to me. Like I would have screwed things up. So I think it's both ways. The person not pointing out like, yeah, yeah, I see I was right. And the other person recognizing because you then recognize, yeah, you were completely right. And it just allowed me to go, oh, thanks. Like I'm not going to be bashful next time about saying my opinions because I may be right. I may be wrong.
0: As if there was ever a time where you were bashful about your opinion. Not when you believe that you're right. Like you might be if you're unsure, but good Lord, when you believe that you're right, you are relentless. But then
1: also we have the discussion because you say to me, like, how certain are you? How much do you believe in this? And I'd be like, 95%? Like we kind of like evaluate then, like we don't become dogmatic on our opinions or our advice to the other person. So. True. All right. Um, oh, this question came in with um, to our Connect inbox. Nice. Um, Tom and Lisa, is there anything this you... This is from Corey. This is from, oh, sorry, yes, Corey G. Rota. Is there anything you do not, sorry, is there anything you do not or have not shared with each other? Or is there something you would prefer not to be told by the other, maybe for protection or similar reasons? Just a curious question. Thanks for all you do
0: so no um i have very strong beliefs about i've gotten myself in trouble with my wife many times for um sh- not sharing but like being honest what about do you mean something in trouble though meaning like i know when i say this we're gonna get in an argument mm. like it's inevitable and but and vice versa so but i think that's really important because and it it is entirely selfish So my thing is I want to feel connected and I can't feel connected if I feel like I'm holding something back. And so in, oh God, this is so dumb. Am I really going to bring this up now? (laughs) I will. I will. Yeah. So I've kept one thing from you. Yeah. You're
1: saying this live. Let's do it. Come on. So
0: here it is. There was one day it, so it hardly ever rains in LA. (laughs) And I'm
1: crooked, by the way. I've not tried. The there's,
0: it's the microphone keeps pulling the camera back, so like I can literally turn this endlessly. See, but well, it's, it's not
1: the th- turning; it's the angle of the.
0: Oh, that's devolving over time. I think.
1: <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm so curious on what he's about to <laughs> that say. That she
0: really wants to delay it, I guess. By no, I'm, I'm oh just, God! See, like it's... the camera won't stay. All right, let's She's try and side, sorry guys. this a little bit closer. It's like a drum roll, right?
1: Okay. Is that I know. Brilliant? I'm like. Okay. That might be
0: as brilliant as I think it was. Well done. Look at you.
1: Production experience.
0: Apparently, um, so it was raining one yeah. day, and I was up super How early. How recently? Uh, probably four months ago. Okay. And all, it, do you remember when it was really stormy, and like the heat lamps were falling over? Yeah, yeah, on? yeah. Okay, so the heat lamps had all fallen over and I thought I'm going to go sort this out. I'm not going to do it because I'm looking for credit. I'm just going to do it. And so I'm never going to mention it to her because it was just like, it's the right thing to do. Like, don't be looking for credit for everything that you do. So I go out and I find like those things to cover them. I cover them. I like move them all and I'm getting just chucked down rain on me the whole time I'm doing it. Yeah. And I'm doing this at like 3:30 in the morning. Yeah. And it was one of those where I'm like, I really deserve a lot of credit for this. And I was like, that's so petty. So just let it go. Okay. And so I said, if she doesn't bring it up, I'm never going to mention it. And you've never brought it up. So I never mentioned it. But do you know how many times like I've, l- I'll look at the heat lamps and be like, I saved those. I went while it was raining. Do you and I think that's a up. lie? No, not a lie at all. I'm just saying like, because I never told you about it, literally 20 times, I have felt like I have so this. So it's thing. like really
1: been on your mind.
0: Yeah. And that's like, it's so, Weird. And that's why I don't think like it's so short term strategy Mm -hmm. to be like, I'm not going to say anything. It's just going to upset her or whatever. But you start to feel like you have a secret. So if something as dumb as I went out at 330 in the morning while it was raining, zipped up the heat lamps, moved them over to the side Like, that made me feel like this slight little disconnect from you. And I've debated, like, because I had promised myself that I would never bring it up because I would just be doing it to get the credit. But then it evolved into, like, I need to bring it up just because now it's, like, it's starting to feel like I have this stupid secret. Yeah so
1: yeah yeah. we are so we are that gives you
0: an idea of like how openly we discuss yeah
1: we discuss everything but look you've got to work on getting there you can't just be brutally honest i think with people and not um understand who they are and how you approach certain situations as a partnership Uh, but right like i have
0: to set the stage right from the jump but
1: like for instance yes yeah no you're right but like we've, the the famous no, story. Like I'm
0: alive for the first six months and with, then I'm going to like. With the
1: famous story about my shirt. So um for all those who haven't heard the story, I'll go through it pretty quickly. But I bought this shirt. I went shopping. Not that shirt. No, not shirt. this shirt. Sorry, another shirt. Um Went shopping, loved the shirt. And it was one of those, as a woman, I'm like, I'm not going to tell him. I'm just going to surprise him. Like on our next date now, I'm going to put it on. And he'll be like, whoa, where did you get that? Like you look amazing. So I thought, you know, like I like to kind of do little surprises like that. So anyway, got the shirt. Date night comes, put the shirt on, walk out of the bedroom, and you're like, okay, you ready to go? Isn't said, about the shirt, but, you know, like, he's busy, but, you know, was just texting someone, just, you know, he's thinking about logistics, the cab's here, we've got to go, blah, blah, So we get to the restaurant, our table isn't ready, so we sit at the bar. Sitting at the bar, we all do a drink. This is a katana.
0: I don't know. Okay. Anyway, was it so, a Monday? Or was uh, it a Tuesday? <laughs> I'm like really trying to get, because I know the story more as the story than like the yeah, actual moment. Yeah. So. I
1: don't think we were at Katana. No. Um. So I'm sitting there. We're at the bar. We're not at the table yet. And he doesn't say anything. And so we're talking. And I was like, okay, he just needs some time. He still doesn't say anything. So we always say, don't test each other. Don't test each other on memory if he's going to remember it's my birthday, like. If I know he loves me, you can't judge someone by a memory of something. So I'm not going to test him on the shirt. So I'm just going to point it out because otherwise I'm going to be sitting here all night wondering, like, why isn't he saying anything about the shirt? So I was like, oh, babe, hey, like, what do do you think? Like, I've got this new shirt on. And literally no joke. He looks at me and he goes, "Eh." (laughs) for all you women out there that know, you're trying to dress up for your partner. And he looks and he goes, "Eh." It's not the best feeling in the world. But again, I'm just like, he's just being honest. He's just being honest. Don't take it personally, Lisa. So I'm literally telling myself this in my head. He's just being honest. Don't take it personally. just being honest. Don't take it personally. But I couldn't help but feel like super disappointed. So I'm trying to brush it off, pretend like nothing's wrong. But you can tell. And you're like, why are you so quiet? Nothing. No reason. (laughs) Like, did I just upset you? I was like, well, yeah, babe, like I put this lovely shirt on, you know, like really made an effort and you look and you go, eh. and he's like, but I'm not going to lie to you. And I just remember like, it hit me so hard because you're like, if when you really strike me and you've put something on and oh my God, you've taken my breath away, which I actually just posted about me taking your breath away on a photo that I just posted, but it, like you really took my breath away. He's like, I need you to know. I'm being sincere, I'm being honest. I'm not just saying it for the sake of it. So like there are times where we'll have just woken up, um, you know, my hair's everywhere, I've got no makeup on. And you look at me and you, you say like, wow, you look beautiful. You look, I need you to know, I really mean that. And I need you to know that I'm not just saying it to make you feel a certain way or to get something from you, right? Like, I really mean that. And when you're 90 and we're lying in bed and I turn around and I say, you look beautiful, it has to be based on the fact that you you know that I'm going to be sincere for those, you know, the time that we've been together. And so that really struck me. And that was kind of our basis, at least for me, of going, you always need to be honest with each other because it doesn't, at least for us, it doesn't come from a malicious place. It comes from you have to be honest to really then feel connected in our relationship.
0: Yeah. And I, the important part for me is like, you, you have to be honest to feel connected yourself. It's not even like, cause part of the question was is there anything you kept from the other person because you think that it would upset them yeah and it's like forget that for a second like it's gonna make you feel distant it's gonna make you feel weird and so that's why i just and that's why like i don't get people that are unfaithful it's like uh dude like i can't think of anything that make me feel less like in sync in the relationship all the things that make the relationship worth the sacrifice so literally that's just so weird to me
1: and even so i don't know I guess this kind of goes under the bucket, but I remember when we first, not first met, I think we were a couple of years into our relationship and we went to a restaurant to the warehouse for that dessert. Mm. Do you remember this? And so we go- it Tuesday, right? <laughs> we go for this amazing dessert, super excited. You were really excited. You, bless you, are always trying to give me what I want. So we get to the restaurant and they had just closed, I guess, the kitchen or something. And like, oh, please, like, is there any way you can, you were like being very sweet to this like guy that was just kind of like, I think it was the waiter, in fact. And you're like, look, please, any way, like, I really want to like get this dessert Like we've been looking forward to it. And he was like, I'm so sorry, sir. Like the restaurant is closed and there's this old guy just sitting at the bar and he turns around. He's like, get them the dessert. And they're like, okay, yes, sir. And we're like, what the hell just happened? Realizing he was like the owner of the restaurant. And a part of me was like, that was a little bit of a turn on. Like he could just turn around and be like, get it for them. But I kind of felt a little guilty thinking that because I'm with you and you kind of think like, well, I should, but I was like, I was just going to be honest with you. It's not, it's not against you. It's not that I don't find you attractive or anything, but like there was this little thing that like, "Hmm, that was actually kind of.
0: And I spent the next 16 years.
1: (laughs) But like almost keeping that from you, I would have felt guilty.
0: And I wouldn't have had the work ethic. So it's all good. Yeah. No, I totally agree.
1: But so that's how kind of honest we are with each other about things. Because otherwise I just would have felt like I was keeping it from you. And that secret then makes me feel guilty about it, which it wasn't necessarily I shouldn't feel guilty. It was just an instinctual emotion that I had. So.
0: 100%. Yeah. That was a great question.
1: That was a really great question. Um, all right, let's go to um this question's from my vibe. May May, may you Vibe. I'm sorry, I'm sure I'm butchering you. Are we out here? May vibe? May vibe? Yeah, I dig that. Hello, Tom and Lisa. Question. Tom, how was your relationship with your mom growing up and how has that affected your romantic relationship?
0: Well, my relationship with my mom was awesome with an asterisk. So I think she wanted to choke me out like a professional wrestler when I was in my teenage years because I was a lot to handle, but I am, I never for a second doubted that my mom loved me. Mm -hmm. And so that just goes like so far in my book. And my mom was exactly what I needed to stay in line. Like, my mom was not a pushover. She was not for play. I, I were running out of time, so I won't go into the whole story about, like, the, the three slaps. But, um, yeah, my mom was not for play. She was tough. She kept me in line. I never got into trouble. Um, and that is all because of my mom. So just insanely grateful. Now, what it made me realize, because people always just say, oh, like, uh, boys go for women that are like their mom, which I didn't do. Um, but I thought, I think what they really mean to say is you go for someone who makes you feel like your mom made you feel. Yeah. And my mom made me feel special. My mom made me feel like I was important. My mom made me feel like I could do things. Like, even though my mom quietly assumed I was going to fail, she never told me that. Like, she was always cheering me on, always pushing me to do better, to be better. So, and she was so strong-willed. So it is absolutely not an accident that I'm with a woman that's insanely strong willed who makes me feel important, makes me feel like I can do anything, pushes me to be better, like all of those things, but that has to do with how she made me feel, not how she was as a person, mm. so those I think are are very different i I do think people, God, maybe even when it's negative, I haven't spent a lot of time looking at that, but certainly when it's positive, and I would say that my relationship with my mom was insanely positive, always has been my entire life um even though I was very difficult at times. So it doesn't mean we weren't fighting like cats and dogs because we we fought like cats and dogs when I was a teenager, 100%. Um, but I think she and I maybe had a very different experience. She was a lot less stressful for me than I was for her, uh, in fairness, so sorry, mom. Uh, but yeah, so that's how it's affected my romantic and, relationship. And
1: I remember when we first met, you um, you said you're very close to your mom. And then the one thing that your mom had said to you was make sure that your wife is your number one. For sure. And so when I met your mom already, I was like, well, you've brought up this incredible man who um, loves you to death. And, you know, like that meant a lot to me. And that showed me your character. Right. This guy who's willing to do anything for his mom and like love her and adore her, but still always be honest with her. And that was a big thing. Um And then from the wife perspective, like I so appreciated the fact that she said that to you because I don't know. I think a lot of people have issues with their like, especially like the whole the typical like the women have problems mm. with their mother-in-law and the fa- the men have problems with their father-in-law and I think it's because it's always like that competition right? like your mum was the woman in your life and now I come along and she kind of then takes second or third place it's like what we've said about having kids so like when we have kids we recognize that the child is going to be my number one and that's going to move you your placement in my life um, and then how does that make us feel so I think the fact that your mum was willing to um, take that second place or that thir- third place when you met the person of your dreams um really meant a lot to me. Now, that doesn't mean that we didn't have issues because I think like anything, when change comes along, you have to adjust. Sure. And so now you were spending so much more time with me than you were on the phone to her. So, you know, me and your mom had to kind of navigate those waters and we've built this beautiful relationship. And, you know, I think that that's really important to make sure that you're always open in communicating with so like for me, communicating with my mother-in-law, not communicating through you, but doing it directly. And then also having the respect as that person that's now stepping into first place, having the respect that like this is going to be difficult for her. It's, it's going to be difficult for anybody when you have to take that step. So be respectful for that. Be understanding. See what they need out of it um, and then kind of work from there. Word. So, all right. have a look um comment from shannon maruli lisa totally off topic but your arms are everything
0: Her <laughs> <Our laughs> arms are everything respect um, like you gotta see them in person they are just not for play <laughs> they are not for play and when you pose in photos like when you're doing something like if you've got your arm up and i look at your lap and i think god damn like you really put the work in you really put the work in like there's no question about that it's insanity not only is is it hot, it's like inspiring, yeah, you put the work in
1: QA? um okay, looking for more questions, but until they come in um. I wanted to talk about something we did last night that was like so meaningful to me. So one thing that we always try to do is connect on unique level. um obviously, we're in Bora Bora. it's stunning here, it's amazing. but finding those things that even if you were at home on you know a Friday night in bed, like what are the things that you can do with your partner to kind of um really bond. And so we started playing music
0: yeah that phone. was actually really romantic so we
1: started like literally just you got your phone out and you started playing like old music that meant really something to us and we were sitting outside we were looking up at the stars and we started playing like the brian adams song
0: more than uh, words more than words the brian bangles, adams everything i do the bangles eternal Flame, um,
1: yeah. and just kind of go dating like,
0: ourselves a little bit here yeah we
1: are dating but like putting on music that kind of helps bring out that like Mm. romantic emotion. Like, but just, we were just sitting there holding hands, looking up at the stars, singing, everything I do, we do it for, I'm not going to sing. But, um, so things like that, which people always say like, what are the things you guys do to really bond? Mm. Like just little things. I mean, you were playing it from your phone and we just, yeah, we started playing. So there's a tip if someone wants to really connect with their other half is, um, yeah, awesome about music and, and then sing, singing along together was cool.
0: Here's one I did not see coming. So my wife tried to feed me to the sharks yesterday. Um, So <laughs> literally, so we, um, we have one of those like huts where you can literally descend off the back into the ocean. And the movie Open Water is my greatest fear. I'm not afraid of ghosts, goblins, like any of that. But that movie is like just an absolute horror film for me. And so getting in the water, I've got a thing with the water. Like I was thinking yesterday, in fact, before we went in the water, like if you were a child of the eighties and you watch Jaws and you don't have an unending fear of the ocean, like you just weren't paying attention. So I have like the, the ocean open water like that freaks me out. And because of that, like I have to move towards the things that scare me. So it would have been really easy. So I went in the water and it was cold. So because our hut's over where it's a little bit deeper. And so I was like, whoa, this is like not sort of shore bath water. This is like actually a little bit chilly. And I could have easily been like, oh, look, it's, it's just not that warm. Why don't we just head in and go like wait in the beach? And you really wanted to snorkel. And so I was like, all right, I'm scared of this. So I have to do it. So I just jumped in and I was like, like, all right, let's go. And so we start snorkeling together. And then like, we've been snorkeling for a while, um, gotten to like the shallow waters and stuff. And then at one point I thought, cause I was normally ahead of you to fend off any danger. And if you think I'm kidding, you don't know me. Um, and then at one point we started holding hands underwater. And I was like, this is insanely romantic to me. I have no idea why. But holding your hand and feeling like I was taking care of you underwater, like, that was really romantic.
1: And me. we then spoke about it. So it's like those little things that, like, don't just not acknowledge. Mm. I don't know. Like, even in just talking about it, it made me feel more connected to you. Right. Um, I don't know what – you said something that reminds me of Vanessa Van Edwards. So we had her on the show, and it was talking about, like – um. The, like the differences between like different people and like, um, I think it was like no- neuroticism, the specific yeah. one. And, um,
0: you're a high neurotic. I'm I'm low high, neurotic. Yeah,
1: exactly. And so we realized, okay, that means that if I'm doing all my best to prevent any problem from happening up until the point, once it happens, I'm now like freaking out and you're the one that's super calm. So we actually make a good couple on that, um, in that arena. And so understanding the way people handle things and the way people see things even if it's on a small level is really really enlightening so in going into the water you were like as i'm swimming like oh i'm fully aware like okay what am i gonna do like a shark yeah, comes like, away. how would
0: i put myself in front of you if the shark was coming yeah right literally that's all i'm thinking about
1: and so but for me i get in the water and for a split second my heart starts racing like I didn't realize, like, you can't see very far. Yeah, I was so if a shark's coming, like, I'm done. And so I was like, oh, my God, I'm really scared. And I thought, you can't think like that. Like, ultimately, if a shark's now coming for me, there's nothing I can do. So I was like, yeah, so if there's nothing I can do, just enjoy it. So my, like, reaction to it was, like, I was so anxious getting up to it. Right. And then afterwards, I was like, yeah. But you were really like, okay, this is what happens. This is how I'm going to protect. I'm going to jump in front of the shark. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And, um, yeah, like handling each situation and knowing how the other person is going to do it, um, and understanding where their mentality, I think like that just, it's an example of how we deal with life in general and understanding the other person and seeing it from their point of view. So important.
0: Agreed. All right. We're out of time.
1: Oh yeah, we are
0: guys thank you so much for joining us I think we have one more
1: live
0: before we've we got leave we've got a
1: and a so yeah so the one thing that we said to the team we didn't want to let them down or really you know let you guys down so we said if we had wifi that we we're going to try and keep the lives going so today yay we've got wifi and then Wednesday, right? and then well Wednesday is the Aft Impact which you pre-recorded with oh, um perfect. with that Jared Um but then Friday we're back now on Q&A live I'll be taking The Voice Cindy's place um What's up, Um I'll be taking her place and asking the questions. So, um, yeah, guys, join us live. We'll probably do it this time. Yeah, ten a.m. Three which hours. is one
0: p.m. Pacific. So and that was actually the up.
1: thing about vacation and real time. We're like, I, we don't want to get up early. Like we get up early right. so often, at least for me. Still getting up, you are. I don't want to set an alarm for 6 That's the thing. I don't
0: want an alarm set, which will then mess up my sleep anyway. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, we really, really appreciate the questions. And as always, if this content is adding value, please do share it. It's how we're building this community. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care. Legendary